All right, so welcome back to the Spouse Selection Podcast, Season 1, Episode 3. Hello! <laughs> My name is Rich. And I'm Erin. And this week, we have got for you an excellent, classic 1975 Steven Spielberg movie, Jaws. Dunna. So you aren't going into this blind? No, no. I so I I know the basic premise of Jaws. Um, I mean, it's a shark. Yeah, I know that. I mean, it's such like a kind of a staple of our like history of cinema and like our culture that you know. Of course, I've heard of it. But you haven't seen it. I have not seen it. Um, I will say I have played that theme so many times because I was like I played clarinet all through you know. Up till until I graduated high school, so oh, wow, yeah. So we would have you know sometimes our pieces would be like you know um, history of cinema or uh, you know famous famous songs from classic movies or something of that nature. And so obviously that song would always be included, like literally ingrained in your mind. But mm-hmm. you've never seen the movie. Nope. <laughs> well, get ready. Um, by way of a summary, I've got. Jaws is a movie about a really big shark who's intent on ruining rich white people's summer on not Martha's Vineyard. On not Martha's Vineyard? It's not Martha's Vineyard, but it's totally Martha's Vineyard. I think we'll we'll see it. You I can't spoil anything. We we're not we haven't watched the movie yet. Was it filmed on Martha's Vineyard? I'm almost positive it was, yeah. Okay. Yeah, um it definitely is based on Martha's Vineyard. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to Martha's Vineyard? As a baby, I def I was yeah, but I've, I have not been to Martha's Vineyard since. I have. I went uh, with my mom and my sister. We and I think my cousins and my aunt and uncle actually too. Uh-uh. Yeah, we went and uh, we went on a whale watch because we were, I think we were camping or something around that area, like on Cape Cod or something. I don't remember exactly, but anyway, I have been to Martha's Vineyard. Huh. So did you get to visit Martha's house? No, well, is it, wait a minute, is Martha's Vineyard named for Martha Stewart? It's not, right? I can't, I can't prove or deny anything or confirm or deny anything. Is it, is it fucking named for Martha Stewart? No. Well, then why would you say Martha's house? Because I wanted to lead you into thinking that it was named after Martha Stewart. (sighs) You know. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So with that, I think we're going to, I think we're going to have to jump in and start watching the movie Jaws. We're going to fight. Oh, yeah? <laughs> We're going to fight. The only people I want to see fighting are these victims and the shark. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, uh, let's do it. All right. Excellent. All right. So we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back after we've watched the movie Jaws. See you guys in a minute. All right. So we are back. Yeah. We just finished watching Jaws. Mm-hmm. So... So I took um, a lot of notes. Excellent. So I actually took a good number myself. Hell yeah! All right. Well, um, let's just get into this then. So all right. First off, this movie came out in 1975, which is the same year that Rocky Horror came out. So I thought that was Ooh, cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, there was some gross kissing in the opening credits <laughs> that I was just <laughs> like, ugh. I noticed that full-on tongue and silhouette, right? Yeah. Mm. Oof. No, thank you. 1975, going hard. Yep. <laughs> also, dumb bitch, you shouldn't go swimming or night swimming in the ocean. All right, some people do. She's clearly she's a local. 
She knows what she's doing. She's clearly an experienced swimmer. Did you see her? She was like casually swimming out to the buoy. No problems. Not a care in the world. Maybe she thought that guy was coming because he was coming right up until he passed out on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, the plastic hand on the shore fucking rules. I loved that. That was yeah. like, oh my God. Primo. Primo fake. With all the hermit crams over it or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was pretty dope. That was a good way to like kind of establish, you know, this is pretty gruesome, but like, you yeah. know, it's... We're kind of hiding everything a little bit here. Yeah. Um, I liked the mayor's blazer with the anchors on it. He wore that thing like three separate days. Yeah. He must have like a closet of like three or four different blazers because I kept no- noticing his little outfit changes. Yeah. All of his blazers were very eccentric. Extremely New England, like, yeah. you know, very loud, like pastel colors for sure. Yeah. Yeah. He... He was also kind of a douche right oh up until... Oh my god, dude. Because my next line is, except the mayor is an idiot. Yeah. Like... Oh my god, dude. Literally, as soon as the person, they think it's, oh, it's probably a propeller strike. She was probably swimming at night and just got, like, hit by a boat, totally. Yeah. Like, way it's... to sweep a death under the rug. Yeah. So, the whole movie, that's what he was trying to do. It was... Mm. Anyway. <laughs> um, there was too much blood... I thought when that kid dies, when he gets eaten, there's a lot of blood. I was not expecting that. I've never seen anybody getting eaten alive by an animal, but, like, people have a lot of blood in them. I know, but it was just, like, I'm I, I'm not a big fan of gore, just for anybody listening. Like, I don't watch horror movies. I don't watch, like, scary movies that much. Like, stuff with too much gore in it, I just can't do. Sure. Um, but I can play gory video games. It's very bizarre. I'm a weird person. Anyway. Um, so that was a little too much blood for me. I was not expecting that. Okay, sure. Um, also, did the dog die? I think it's implied that the dog got eaten. <sighs> that sucks. Because the dog, you don't ever see the dog. Yeah. You see him swimming, and they're like, they have the underwater camera view, which is pretty much the hint that the shark's nearby. Yeah. And then the guy's, like, calling out, I don't, I don't remember what the name of it was. Those are funny Tippet name. or something. Yeah, Tippet. I think that literally was his name. Oh. Yeah, look at me. Good memory. <laughs> Wowza. Um, also, that poor mother. Like, could Pretty you imagine, yeah. like, being out on the beach with your kid? I mean, we have a son. Could you mm-hmm. imagine if our son was out on the beach and all of a sudden he wasn't? and Or out in the ocean, I should say. And then he got eaten by a fucking shark. And, like, good for her for, first of all, raising a stink. Like, a massive stink. Because she was the one who brought the media attention in, basically. Because she also put out a bounty on the shark in the first place. Yeah, as a mother, it was just really hard to, like watch her grieve her son mm-hmm. it was really hard absolutely i noticed that and i have like a later note in regards to this but as a father seeing the scenes even with brody and his kids yeah where he's like silly with his son and like asks him for like a kiss because he like needs it yeah like that's so cute incredibly sweet and that's something that years ago i would have completely blown by but yeah. now that we you know we have a child yeah, being a parent really changes your perspective on a lot of things. I'm sure every one of our listeners who's not a parent has heard that their entire lives. You won't understand it until you're a parent. Well, let me tell you right now, as soon as you become a parent, your parents start saying, oh, you'll never know what it's like to be a grandparent Yeah. <laughs> until you are. Yeah. And so the goalposts just keep shifting, so don't even worry about it. Yeah. If you don't want kids, it's fine. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, You know... The mayor, being a douchebag, 
kind of ties right into that child dying because as soon as the child dies, they're like his little chief of staff guy or whatever he is. The some the guy who wears the red pants all the time. Yeah. He's like, oh, we're going to bury that story. Like, don't worry about it. And then as soon as they catch the shark, he's like, oh, we're going to go global with this story. Like, we got him. Yeah. What a what a snake. And, yeah, he gets yeah. his, I mean, he, they, he doesn't get anything, his comeuppance. The mayor, I don't really think, gets much of a comeuppance. No, he doesn't learn his lesson. He looks all. like a jerk, but yeah. that's, I mean, kind of a given. Like, he kind of kind of realizes the error of his ways after the the kid gets or not the kid gets attacked there he we'll get to it yeah we'll get there yeah absolutely um so when they first introduce quint in like the town hall meeting yes. or whatever it is mm-hmm. he's eating and the note that i wrote was can you fucking wait until you're done eating to talk i can barely understand you well, Quint is an eccentric man, but I was wondering, did you understand, do you remember the Spongebob scene that references that? From the episode with the Alaskan bullworm? Yes, yes, yeah. When the, you got he a bad scratches on the He scratches on the, the blackboard in the back of the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's so funny. So what a hell of an introduction for Quint, that's for sure. Oh, my God. Absolutely. I, what a character. I said Mr. Quint is a weirdo. Um, also, when are these fucking idiots going to learn not to go out on the ocean in the middle of the night? They, they're professionals, supposedly. Mm. Mm. I mean, Bob or, what's his name? Whatever the two guys that went out and tried to catch the shark. Well, they end up surviving, but they they come so close to getting On their rowboat? On their rowboat. Yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. mm. I mean, but that shows, like, you saw the entire crowd of the locals. Who were a bunch of, like, they weren't even locals, actually. I'm sorry. I'm misremembering. Yeah. There were people from all over. As soon as that story about the shark broke. Yeah. Shark hunters, quote unquote, came. Yeah, and once they, the bounty was out. And they were in, like, their little 10-foot dinghies, like, literally rolling around with dynamite. Yeah. And how overwhelmed Sheriff Brody was. Yeah. Was absolutely hilarious. Yeah. I mean, just, he was completely overwhelmed running from one thing to the next, trying to, like, do the right thing, but... Everyone around him is a fool, I guess. Yeah, and he's not even a local. He's no. from New York City. Yeah. So, I mean, he has, it seems as though he has a good grasp on the community and, and where things are and who people are. But, I mean, he's also new to the area. So, it's having to deal with people who don't know where the hell they are. But then also just having to learn, like, the layout of the town and the people that already live there and keep them protected. I mean, God bless Brody for doing what he did. Like, real MVP, just kind of trying to keep everything in order and keep people from getting fucking eaten by a shark. He put everything on his back. Yeah. He was like, where's the beach's closed sign? We've never closed the beach. All right, well, I'm going to go to the hardware store and we'll make signs, I guess. Yeah. I guess that's what I do as the chief of police on Amity Island. Next part that I had here was that I wasn't a fan of the real-life shark attack photos. Like, most of them were okay because the wound seemed to be healed. But just as someone who's not a big fan of gore, it just wasn't, wasn't for me. I feel like I understand that, but I also, I mean, I, in the context of it being 1975, do you think that um, people needed to see injuries like that and, like, literally pictures of sharks as he flips through an encyclopedia and, like, tries yeah. to learn about sharks? Yeah. No, I mean, I think, I think it was appropriate for the context mm-hmm. 
but just as as someone who is not a big fan of gore or anything like that, any kind of like mutilation to the human body. I yeah. think that's what it is for me. Is it's just I don't like seeing like mutilated bodies. Absolutely, I totally understand that. Yeah. Um, because I thought, I mean, those I, to me were the most graphic scenes in the movie. Yeah. Do you, um, do you agree with that, or? Uh, I disagree with that. It's something honestly. later on, though. Yeah, I I think honestly, and you know, we're gonna like talk about this a little more in detail, but mm-hmm. um, I thought that the scene where Quint dies was more graphic, in my opinion. That I mean, it was it was pretty darn graphic. Yeah, like, I had to look away. That that was like definitely the the height of the tension in terms of the pure terror that the shark you know imbued yeah but um speaking of something that wasn't exactly pure terror Hmm. but was definitely scary the jump scare oh my god oh man i mean i know that we're jumping around a little bit later on in the movie but i just needed to get the air clear on this one you and i both jumped actually jumped scared actually I wasn't expecting, I, I had seen this movie so long ago, I just didn't remember that there was a jump scare in there. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I mean, yeah, I wasn't expecting that either. The only one in the entire movie. Yeah. I will say, though, that I did, I mean, after I had gotten over the initial scare of seeing that, I realized that that fake head is, like, the fakest head I've ever seen yeah. in my life. A little mannequin that popped up. Like, but it definitely got us, especially with the, the musical, like... Yeah, the musical oh, stings and oh stuff. Oh, no. Oh, man. <laughs> um, Let's see. Uh, I didn't know that Shark's digestive... Di- I'm sorry. Uh, digestive system mm-hmm. <laughs> was so slow that it takes up to 24 hours to digest everything in their stomach. That's wild. Yeah. I, I didn't really know that either. I do know that, like, when they show the tiger sharks, the contents of its stomach... Yeah. I do know that they do occasionally get found with things like license plates and other metal objects inside their stomachs because That's so they funny. they just kind of eat they can eat a lot of different stuff. Yeah, Hooper even said that they're like the garbage can of the ocean. They'll just eat whatever. Mhm. Speaking of Hooper, I thought it was really interesting that he as a scientist was like really gung-ho about let's go kill this dang thing. Yeah. Like it was the 70s. I mean, I think, I don't know. I have thoughts on Hooper, but okay, we'll get there. Okay. Um, I thought that the mom of the dead kid was a hero for standing up to um, Brody and speaking the truth about how they basically swept it under the rug and how he knew that there was a shark out there and failed to inform anybody because the mayor was forcing him to keep quiet. Yeah, 100%. And Brody, for his part recognized that he had, you know, kowtowed before somebody who was completely and utterly broken. That yeah. mayor is ridiculous. I mean, after that after that child is or after that woman is killed, he like forces people to go back into the water. Mm-hmm. No, after the child was killed, I'm sorry. Yeah. He forces the people to go back in the water. Literally tells the local residents, "Go on, get in the water. Everyone else is scared." Yeah. Get in the water personally. Yeah. I, yeah, I to go back to a little earlier, um, I just thought it was really funny how the mayor cared more about the vandalism on the sign than the shark <laughs> attack. Yeah, 100%. But, um, yeah, I had something in here. I, I literally wrote, all right, this might be a little controversial, but. Okay. So I said, 
This mayor is a fucking moron, just like Byron Brown. Whoa, shots fired. Are we? Are you officially coming out in favor of the Walton campaign for I mayor am. of Buffalo? Indian Walton, or Indian, India, rather. Yeah. India Walton was rightfully elected the mayor, and the fact that... She Byron... was not rightfully elected mayor. She was rightfully elected as the Democratic nominee for mayor. Well, okay, but basically, she's the mayor. She has to win an election against Byron Brown. Didn't she already win against Byron Brown? Yeah, in the primary for the Democratic Party line for mayor of Buffalo. Oh. But now Byron's running on an independent line by himself. Well, I think Byron Brown is a shitty mayor out there. I said it. Bam. You don't live in Buffalo, so you can't vote. True. Well, we don't live in the city of Buffalo. We live in the in the vicinity of Buffalo. But anyway. The okay. suburbs. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, and I said, yeah, the mayor was literally encouraging people to die, lol. Um, personally, he was personally responsible for the shark attack that left, um, no, the, the shark attack where they ended up, the guy ended up in the pond. Yeah. Yep. Oh, they did eat that guy on the boat. They, the guy yeah. who was like, hey guys, like, how you doing? Yep. Yeah, I literally wrote, this is going to end so badly. And then yep. I wrote, I want the mayor to get eaten by the shark. Oh, man. Um, I also wrote, this movie is giving me anxiety. Yeah, surprisingly tense. Mm -hmm. Like I know, I know how what happens. I know who lives and who dies. All that. I'm still on the edge of my seat this entire time. Yeah, I was just like, oh god, just the whole time. Um, let's see. Oh, I hate the way Quint talks. I have to come out and say it. I fucking hated it. You really hate the way Quint talks. Oh god, yeah. I could, uh, I could barely understand him. Like, had there not been captions on because we were weirdos and we watched tv and movies with captions on um had they not been on i would not have been able to understand him at all yeah why the fuck does he talk like that it's awful because he's a man of the sea mm, no he's a fisherman no oh yes no. oh yes i didn't like it he sings his sea shanties and he mumbles nonsense he's the captions like were the worst like, was he the worst though? Yeah, he was kind of the worst. But uh, yeah. yeah, he was he was, but he was good at at fishing. He's also a sexist, total misogynist. Ugh. But that's just because Clint doesn't have women. Clint only has fish. You mean Quint? Quint, I said Quint, right? I thought you said Clint. That's gonna be another one that's gonna come up in the editing block. I'm almost positive I did say Clint though. Now that you mention it, but I meant to say Quint. Quint. Um, yeah, I I wrote down just I'm not a fan of Quint in the slightest. And also, dude, shut up! Does this guy ever fucking stop talking? He doesn't shut up the whole fucking movie. It's his boat. But like, he just doesn't. Mm, there's no scenes where he's not talking. He wanted to go by himself, Otter. Well, still. The the oceanographer and the sheriff forced themselves onto the boat because they wanted to go with. Fair enough. Fair enough. Because the sheriff wanted to do a good job. And the oceanographer liked sharks. True. The oceanographer had a really, really sick boat. Why? mm, What? They were on Quint's boat, I guess. But the oceanographer sure did have a sick boat. Maybe they should have taken that one. Yeah, well, it, mm, I don't know. It didn't look like there was a lot of room on that boat. It would look like there was just room for Hooper only. Okay, okay. Yeah, at least from what I saw. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't cool and 
fashionable like quince boat. <laughs> I wouldn't call that fashionable. I would. Mm. Absolutely. Old <laughs> sea dog fashionable. <laughs> you know, like Long John Silver himself was on that boat. Quint basically is Long John Silver, right? <laughs> yeah, basically. I also really like the green screen when they're on the boat and there's just like a green screen of water. If you could really tell. I can't remember exactly like what was yeah, going on. I don't on. recall it at all. Oh, yeah. It was like very obviously a green screen. But. Interesting. Okay. Um, I also liked how as Brody is asking questions, like Quint questions about like, are they going to go back to shore? Yeah. They just, it fades out as he's asking questions. <laughs> Yeah, Quinn's just like, no, we're not, we're not going back. It's just unsaid, but nope, we're, we're in it. Okay. We're staying in it. You know what I've noticed about this? Okay, how do I say this? <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know what I've noticed about, like, not necessarily war movies, but maybe like older action movies? What's that? Very subliminal gay messaging. What do you mean? So... There was, like, some of it in Hunt for Red October. Okay. With, or between um, Jack Ryan and Sean Connery's character. Okay. And there's a hell of a ton of it. Um, that didn't make any sense. There's a lot of it <laughs> between Hooper and Quint. And so I wrote, are they going to make out? Because they keep showing, like, skin where they were showing them each other scars. And they keep getting closer and closer to each other. It was, like, very... See, you got you got sexual tension from that? Yes! Really? Yes! Wow! <laughs> no, I, I got... Wrong? <laughs> no, I got three men who are on a boat who don't like each other. And the only thing that they have to do is get drunk together and start trying to prove to each other, I'm a big man because I got scars. Ah, uh, look at this is me scar from... I don't, I don't remember any of Clint's scar, Quint scars. Clint scars, Quint scars. I can't say that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, what, what were one of Quint's scars? Um, He got attacked by a... Some kind of shark. Tiger shark, maybe? Okay. Something? Yes, he did get attacked by a, a thresher shark. He got hit by a thresher shark. Yeah. With its tail. Yep. Um, also, they never explained why he got the tattoo removed when he's explaining how he has the tattoo because he was a crewmate on the USS Indianapolis, which I did not even know was a real thing. BT, BT yeah, so, like, I guess we're kind of in that right now, um, talking about that scene where they're all, like, obviously they all up on the boat together. They, they end up drinking because what else are you going to do when you're in a, the pitch black ocean in the middle of the frigging Atlantic, I guess. Yeah. Getting hunting after like a gigantic shark yeah that probably can attack your boat like you've already they already he already dove and saw that it attacked a smaller boat yeah so yeah so what else do you do when you don't like each other and you're three men who are out on the boat together you get drunk and they got rip roaring drunk and tried to prove to that to each other how manly they are and i noticed that brody he pulls i think he pulls his sleeve up and like looks at like a scar that he has and then just pulls it back down. He doesn't feel the need to like engage with them. He doesn't feel the need to like jump in and like have a big pissing match about who's got the best scars and the best stories behind their scars. He's got his he's got his, you know, wounds. 
I didn't even notice that he did that, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, I noticed it, and I was like, I thought that was just kind of excellent. It kind of shows a lot about who Brody is. The entire time in the movie, he's pulling things together. Like, Quint and a Hooper cannot get along. Yeah. Without Brody being there. Yeah. Period, basically. He, Brody has no interest in being anywhere near the water, hates the water, doesn't want to be on the boat, period. Doesn't swim, doesn't want anything to do with it. Yeah. And yet he's out there trying his best. To keep the peace. He's the peacemaker. Trying to keep the peace and do what needs to be done, whatever needs to be done. He's trying his best. Like, he he messes up. He hurts Hooper when they're um, laying out the buoys or the Mm -hmm. barrels. Yeah. And they they tie him to the cleats on the back of the boat. Yeah. And he gets it crossed over behind Hooper's legs. Yeah, I saw yeah, I saw that. that was, and it's mm. like Brody was like trying really hard, but Brody doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Yeah. Those two are professionals at seamanship, I guess sailors literally. Seamanship. <laughs> <laughs> and uh <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow, cheap laughs on this here podcast. But <laughs> they are and and Brody's the one who's trying to hold them all together. And while they're sitting there wasted getting in a contest about who's got the best scars yeah. And did, we had just mentioned that um, Quint had gotten rid of his tattoo from the USS Indianapolis, right? Yeah, we never yeah. find out why he got it removed. I would imagine it was like a thing where he had gotten that while he was in the service, mm. while he was serving on the USS Indianapolis. Ah, uh, so maybe it was just like a reminder, too much like of a, a bad painful memory. reminder. Yeah. yeah, and that is entirely like a real story. That's yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know that that had even happened. Yep, they actually were carrying the bomb to um I think he said Tinian. Yeah, the bomb that was going to be used uh for Hiroshima. The bomb that one was used, I believe. Yeah. And um they basically because it was such a secret mission when they went unnoticed, they or they didn't report back it went unnoticed for several days. Yeah. And by the time they were rescued like a lot of folks had gotten eaten by sharks. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Absolutely terrible. Um, whatever they're eating when they're, you know, having their little um, drunk Fight. fest. Yeah. Looks like vomit. It looks disgusting. Like, was it canned food, probably? I don't know. It was like a smorgasbord of, like, it looks like they took whatever they had on the boat and just threw it all together, but it just looked very unappealing. Does Quint look like someone who's really eating well? No, probably not. I spend all me money on bait. <laughs> <laughs> um, then I also said, because at this point, the shark breaks into the boat. Yeah. And I said, I repeat, this movie gives me anxiety. Mm-hmm. Also, why, this is my next note, but why the fuck did Quint smash the radio when they're trying because to... Because he's nuts. Yeah. I, mm, he's I got a vendetta like against character. sharks. Sharks kill all of his friends. Well, he sucks. Quint sucks. Well, he... he, Quint was good at his job. Mm. Quint was crazy. But Quint was good at his job. I don't know. He wasn't... What's wild to me that is that he was actually motivated by money. He wasn't going to go out and hunt that shark just for the principle of it. It, like, became, like, a personal thing for some reason as soon as he was out there hunting it. But he only did it once they signed the check for $10,000. Yeah. That's true. I don't know. I just I was just not a fan of his at all. Really? Yeah. I didn't really like him at all. That, I mean, I think he's a character, that's for sure. Yeah, but I, I just... I think Hooper's much, like, cooler. Yeah. And oh, more yeah. sympathetic. I agree. 
Yeah, because I, I even said they should have just listened to Hooper the whole time. Yeah, Hooper knows what the hell's up. Yeah. Brody I, doesn't know what the hell's up. No, no, he doesn't. No, he's never dealt with anything like this before. He can shoot a gun. Yeah, he can shoot a gun, that's true. He did it pretty good. Agreed. You know, what yeah. a hell of a one-liner to end that movie, too. Yeah. Um, Absolute, like, stellar one-liner. Yeah. Um, Smile, you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, but during that whole, you know, scene where they're getting attacked, I just wrote in all caps, this movie gives me anxiety. And then also, I'm glad that Quint got eaten. Good riddance. Really? You're yeah. glad that Quint got eaten? You know it was the most graphic scene in the entire movie? Yep. I thought, well... I don't know, I mean... I thought it was a fitting end, completely. Yeah. Like, Quint... I mean, Quint, Quint was biting off more than he could chew. And Jaws definitely wasn't. <laughs> Jaws definitely bit off less than he could chew. He was... Yeah. He was chewing. Yeah. See you later, Quint. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. To me, it almost felt like karmic retribution because of all the stupid shit that he had been doing. Like, he broke the radio, mm -hmm. and he was like... Um, when they were chasing after the shark, he was making the boat go faster than the engine could handle. Mm -hmm. And so then he blew up the engine. Yeah. On purpose. Mm-hmm. Like, no, fuck you. You deserve to die. He was not hoping his own survival, that's for sure. No. And it didn't make any sense to me, and I was just like, what... Why is he trying to fucking kill them all? Brody was. Brody was really helping his own survival. And so was uh, Hooper. Mm -hmm. What a G. Oh, I'm just going to go hide in this coral reef. See you later, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty I, slick. I honestly thought that he just was dead. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know. I just kind of assumed that, like, anytime any character doesn't show up, like, right away, this means they're dead. Oh, because they showed him hiding, though. Oh, I must have missed that. Oh. My bad. Yeah, no, they showed him they showed him go swim down and hide. Ah. Out of the shark cage. Gotcha. Which are totally awesome, by the way. I wanna go shark caging. Oh, no. Nope. Yeah. Okay. You wanna come with me? Mm. I think I'm gonna have to pass. I'll we'll have to bring our son in a few years. <sighs> bring him in shark caging. No. No. You sure? I'm pretty sure. But uh, back on the t main topic though. <laughs> I said, holy shit, he did it because he being Brody because he got the uh, the tank in the shark's mouth and then blew it up with the gun, which was super cool to watch. Yeah, what a great effect. And I love how they had established like earlier on, like, whoa, be careful with those. They're explosive. Yeah. And so Brody knew, whoa, yeah. <laughs> they're explosive. Foreshadowing. Even as he's shooting it and he's missing, he's like, blow up, damn it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> smile for me. He actually doesn't even say smile, you son of a... Bitch. Oh, he's, he says, show me the can or something. Or no, he's like, smile, you son of a... And then it, like, cuts off. Oh, yeah. Steven Spielberg is tasteful. Mm-hmm. Magnifique. Magnifique. As they would say in Germany. Well, um, my rating is that it was a 4.1 out of 5, in my opinion. Um, I thought it was a good plot. I love the music. John Williams is a master mm -hmm. at just making the best scores for movies that are even remotely possible. 100%. Yeah. Um, it was a little too sad and gory for me. Like, okay. just, I, I couldn't get over how, just as a mother, like, the idea of, like, my son being eaten by a shark or getting hurt at all and just having that pain and grief of losing mm -hmm. your child for me was just, like, a little too much. I don't know. Absolutely. Yeah. 
I don't know. Like in other movies, I don't really care if adults die. And I know that sounds really harsh, but it's just, <laughs> you know, they're adults. It's just kind of like most of the time they put themselves in a position where like their death is justified for the most part. Like Quint. Who like Quint. Yeah. Sailing right into his own death. basically. Yeah. I didn't feel any pain. Or like the guy that um, was out on the the lake or the pond when that got eaten. That guy was oblivious. Yeah. Those kids I, didn't help him out either though. No, but like I didn't I didn't feel saddened as much by his death. Yeah. You know, it was mm-hmm. just kind of like, oh, it's another adult dying. But yeah, like when a child dies. Guy. Yeah, when a child dies, it just it hits you different. 100%. There were a lot of scenes with kids in this movie that like you're like, oh man, like yeah. those kids are real cute. This uh Yeah. Stay nope. safe, childrens. <laughs> um, so I think we can move on. You said you got a 4.1 out of 5, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a very fair rating. I also liked your summary at the beginning, too, that you did. Yeah, you think that was pretty, mostly accurate? Pretty accurate, yeah. Okay. Um, I think that's a very fair rating, and I, I think I would probably put it a little bit higher, I guess, but I just think it's an excellent, excellent movie and a real classic. And I'm glad that we were able to watch it together. Yeah, I think had I watched it before I became a mother, my rating would have been a little different. Really? That's significant, huh? Honestly, yeah. It was wow. really sad. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. For me, the tension was enough to just, like, put it up there. Yeah. You know, and the effects, for the most part, hold up really well. Yeah, I would say so. Considering it's almost 50 years. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even, you know, the whole scene with Quint getting killed i had to look away it was too gory for me yeah yeah well you got some trivia for me baby i do have some trivia for you so let's get on to that number one name two things in the tiger shark's stomach the license plate Mm -hmm. and there was a fish head and then a full fish yep that's three things but you got it hey no extra credit though oh (laughs) <laughs> what was the name of Quint's boat? The Orca. The Orca. That is correct. Number three. How big did they say the shark was? 20 foot. 25. That's well, twenty. Just, well, Hooper said just, 20. Just about. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. You got the answer correct. 20 Yay. to 25 feet. Hell yeah. Name one more of Quint's scars. One more of Quint's scars? Mm-hmm. Didn't he get stung by a stingray? I don't recall that one. Um, one more of Quint's scars. Um, can I just give like a basic location or sure, do I have yeah. to? Okay, so he has one on his leg, mm-hmm. one on his arm, and one like kind of on his, or on his head. Like he had Hooper feel under his head because there's some, something there. Yeah, he had like. What, a concussion of some kind or something? There was something, something, some disease or something. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Well, I think that, I think I'm going to let that count, because you had a great memory of where all of his scars were. Yeah, Do thanks. chicks really dig scars? Eh, I mean, some chicks do. Personally, I, I mean, they just are scars. Yep, something happened. <laughs> <laughs> what was Jaws' body count? Ooh, let's see. Chrissy in the beginning. Mm-hmm. The kid on the raft. Mm-hmm. The guy in the boat that they... There's a jump scare. 
the guy in the pond. Mm-hmm. Um, and Quinn. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Five? Yep. Is that all of them? I believe so. Wow. Good moves. Thank you. Very good moves. Do you count the dog? Yeah. The dog's yeah, implied right, we'll to have died. The, yeah, we'll count the dog. Six. Five and a half. Five. Six for the dog fans. Yeah. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, please. <laughs> if you like dogs, <laughs> like you, our podcast. Yeah. We're a pro-dog podcast. You can put that right on a sticker and yeah. sell it. Um, yeah, so you really like the movie? I did like it, yeah. Have um, we decided what exactly the next movie's going to be? Yes, we have. And what is so, that? So I know that this, this episode was a little short, but... Um, yeah, so our next pick is going to be, uh, Train Spotting. Train Spotting? Mm-hmm. With Ewan McGregor. Ooh, does he talk in a Scottish accent? Oh, yeah. The movie oh. takes place in Scotland. Spoiler alert. Oh, okay. Yep. Fascinating. All right. I am, I have not seen that one, so, and I know that you've, like, wanted to see me, wanted me to see it for a long time, so... Yeah, it's uh, it's one of my favorite movies, and it is the movie that really made me like Ewan McGregor as much as I do. Um, Ewan McGregor has been my celebrity crush for about ten years now. Whew. No, I'm sorry, more like seven years. Waza. Yeah, and this is the movie that really got me hooked on the Ewan. Yeah, well, I watched Star Wars Episode One when I was five years old, and that really got me hooked on the. Ewan. <laughs> <laughs> Skipped right through Hooked on Phonics, right on to Hooked on Ewan. 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 Anyway, catch us next week, next two weeks. These are coming more frequently than any of us probably figured, but I hope you do enjoy the third episode of the Spouse Selection podcast, podcast with me, Rich. And me, Aaron. And we look forward to seeing you guys and girls. And non-binary friends. Ooh, guys, gals, non-binary pals. Let's go. We look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. (laughs) Yeah, we are also, um, we now have a Facebook page. So we are the Spouse Selection Podcast on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, We are available on, uh, let's see, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, and I think that's it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we're pretty much available anywhere you could possibly want to get a podcast. So Yeah. Um, thank you very much again for listening. Yeah, thank you. Um, if you have a minute to rate us, give us a, a rating. If you hate us, give us one star. If you like us, give us five. And uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. Can you tell we're still pretty new at this? We're going to get <laughs> very good at asking for people to give us ratings soon, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a good week, guys. Bye.